0: You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I know that you all are excited just like we are, but I want to tell you what I'm most excited about. Before we get to our a moment, I'm your host for this week, Evan Uh, but I wanna tell you what I'm most excited about. We got him out of the White House, okay? The mere fact that he's out of the White House means I can sleep a little bit better tonight and I gotta worry about him calling my players SOBs and none of that nonsense. We're moving forward and and to make it even better, Philly got him out. So if you don't trust our process, at least trust the process, so we got that man out of office. So now as we go to our grateful moments, uh, Phil, what are you grateful for this week?
2: Well, (laughs) I'm grateful that another chapter of my life um, got a little older this week and friends and family texted me, gave me gifts, um, serenaded. It was overwhelming. I appreciate everyone. And even those who was on on the fan page able to shout me out. I appreciate it. So thank you so much. I'm grateful for that. Thank you. and God allowed me to see another year.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. Happy happy to have a senior citizen on the squad. Let's go, Alan. <laughs> What's going on, everybody?
0: Um, I'm grateful for a friendship. Um, unfortunately, our homecoming got canceled, but I was able to get up with a few friends, and we were still able to just treat it like another homecoming. So it's just I'm grateful for friendship.
1: Kale,
3: What's up, y'all? So yes, I am definitely grateful. I'm going to piggyback what Evan was talking about. We had Super Bowl weekend in Philly this week. It was beautiful. Um, Reminded me of our championship. We put another Philly special in play. Um, You know, just riding down the street, great weather. Everybody honking their horn. Everybody outside, all parts of the city. Just just on one accord community because everybody hated 45. So it was a good time. Just good spirits in Philly. So I'm grateful.
1: And what's amazing too, kind of, is just how ironic how irony works in our society. Like, I almost feel like, you know, almost this is like divine retribution. You know, uh, to, at the first debate, he said, "You know, bad things happen in Philadelphia." Literally, right. you know, the bad thing that's about to happen was to him and to his career. <laughs> Get out. So I'm he say he
2: got fired, right? He got fired. <laughs> he got fired. He got so
1: fired.
2: He, he so he caught corona, and on top of that, he lost his job.
1: All in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, my grateful moment is simply that, you know, I had the ability to kind of get out. I've been exercising. My, my I've been working out with my my oldest son. Uh, I see him making progress on the basketball court. We went jogging this week, and we have to talk about a lot of different things. And so just to be able to have the ability to, um, in the midst of everything going on, still be able to try to do the best for my health and with my family has been has been critical. Now that we get away from uh, the the <laughs> now that we get away from the grateful moment, goshi gushy stuff. Let's get to our episode topics for today. Um, what's crazy is uh, we have the Steelers, another Pennsylvania team, uh, who is undefeated right now, seven and zero, uh, and they are possibly a threat to the chiefs now we have a, a a pittsburgh Steelers fan on here so i'm gonna let him get his biased opinion now are the steelers really a threat to the chief alan absolutely the question is a
0: threat not if they would win now i would still give the edge to patrick mahome and the kansas city chiefs but One thing about Pittsburgh that they actually do a little bit better than the Chiefs is they actually play defense and we have a solid pass rush. I mean, we can always look at the records and who we're playing, but you have to play who's who they put on the schedule. Um, We play the NFC East. That ain't my fault. I mean, look at their record. Right. Um, And also, of course, we always have a tough division. So you got the Ravens. Um, Occasionally, the Browns may be interesting but we kind of smoked them. Um, Cincinnati, I mean, I don't believe we played them as of yet, but of course, like later on today, we play the Cowboys. We don't really, well, actually, they just announced who their quarterback is going to be. So I do believe just based on our defense, and of course, Ben is getting older. um, We just have some young guys on the outside. Uh, Surprisingly, James Conner has been playing well this year um he's a solid bat um luckily he hasn't had to do too much especially in like the bigger games because you got juju smith schuster deontay johnson as well as the the rookie chase claypool who's absolutely showing out and probably going to be in probably in the discussion for rookie of the year or offensive rookie of the year so I do believe that we're a threat, and I do believe that we have the pass rush. I am be a little bit worried on in the secondary just a little bit if they play discipline. I do believe that if we had to match up with them, which, if I recall correctly, do we play them later this year? Because I, I don't think we do.
1: Not the Chiefs, no.
0: We don't play them. So if we do have to match up with them, I think it would be an interesting game. Um, even – we've played them before, actually a few years ago. I mean, granted, we had A.B. and Le'Veon Bell, but we don't got them anymore, but I do believe that we have the playmakers to actually be able to keep up with them.
1: Okay. Uh, I kind of, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you're right. You play who you play. You play who's on the schedule. I think, I think the question, though, really boils down to, it, is the Pittsburgh Steelers' success fool's gold, or are they going to be able to Uh, Come out on uh, top against any uh, elite team in the playoffs. Now, I think that I think that yeah, I think I think this is our legitimate threat to the Chiefs, mainly because they have a quarter they have a quarterback who has a Super Bowl pedigree. Uh, They have um, good wide receivers. They have an emerging rookie. Uh, But I think ultimately that the Chiefs. You can't game plan for Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't think you can. I mean, whatever you throw of him, he can do what, something else. So uh, I think it'll be interesting, say the least. Let's
3: let's 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 just stop being nice for a second, right? Let's 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 address the obvious. So maybe not so obvious to everybody, but it's obvious to me. The AFC is weak. <laughs> not not just their division. When I'm looking at the AFC now, your top teams are the Bills, week average. The, the uh, Tennessee Titans only have a run game. Um, the Steelers are the same team they've been every single year. They're just a solid, they're a solid football team. They don't make mistakes. And the reason why they beat the Ravens, who I think is a better team than them, is simply because they didn't make mistakes. They had four turnovers the Ravens had that game. And, and lost a one possession game. That tells me that if they if they eliminate those turnovers or just half those turnovers, that they can win that game. I'm not dissing the Steelers, but I just think the AFC as a whole is weak. Uh, Tom Brady killed us leaving because um, the Patriots stink now, um, and it's just no notable teams here. So the Steelers have a legitimate chance just because AFC stinks. So what we have right here is Cleveland
2: Cavaliers (laughs) playing in that terrible Eastern Conference all over again. Um, See, I'm going to say anything is possible, but the Pittsburgh Steelers 7-0 reminds me of the Panthers 7-0. Oh, brother. You see, they played – who did they play notably? Who did they play? The only team that they played was the Browns because within the division – the Titans and the Ravens. That's I don't it.
0: even consider. I don't even consider the Browns uh, an actual threat because we actually shut them out in the second half. Like they were actually lucky to get that game. Like I don't even honestly. Like to me, and I actually expect us to split against the Ravens. Like if we would have lost that game, I would have be like, we're gonna at least win one of those games, one of the two, because okay. it's over down to us. And on top of that, because I didn't even throw this out because I just wanted to hear what everyone had to say. We went eight and eight. With the second and third string quarterback last year,
2: congratulations.
0: Last year.
2: That we with don't no talk a- about the past. No AB.
3: That's a true that, comment. That's a true comment. With no
0: AB, with with no Le'Veon Bell.
3: Congratulations, had, and y'all still don't have those guys. So, <laughs> and we still don't have those guys. Right, right. So, so how, how can it, how
2: can it still be like the Panthers? We got Ben back. Right. I'm saying that. What did the Panthers? The Panthers had a notable. You're Easy talking about a Super schedule. Bowl team,
1: though, Phil. You, you you're I, talking about a Super Bowl team. I mean, man, how, how are you they, saying this reminds you of a Super Bowl team? It reminds me. I'm saying that this season remind me. It, they
2: they have no. They don't have too many teams that they literally worst case scenario. When we look at the schedule, they could go 13 and three. That's the worst case
1: scenario, right? Oh man. This, Reminds me of uh, the 72 and, uh, and, and 73 and 9 Warriors. They, right. They went to the and finals they, and they, they lost.
2: They I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a good thing. That is – who remembers second best? He goes to play I the Super
1: Bowl. I think a better approach would have been beca- called the, the Priest-Home Chiefs that start off 9-0, and and then they just barely made it into the playoffs and lost.
2: My scenario is this. The Steelers haven't played anybody as of yet other than two real t- teams. So, you, to me, it's like fool's go. Right? It's fool's okay. goal. So I, I don't think they're a threat to the Chiefs. The Chiefs have a way better um, They average what? They average past seven games they average what? 3.31 point, uh, points. That's over 31 points, close to 32 points per game. And their defense, they only give up 19 points, which is the third in the NFL. The Steelers give up 20 points on defense and they only score 30 points. So that tells me, this, based upon those numbers, there's a whole bunch of statistics I want to bore the audience, shows me that. They, they have a the steals have an easier schedule and they're not comparable to what the chiefs have to go through. So to me it's nice to be seven0 great fools go they play the Cowboys tonight week week eight whoa we know what's gonna happen there right So they'll go eight0 and please enjoy the ride but it's, Phil, it's, it's gonna Phil. end. Nobody Phil cares look, about second place
0: Phil look the Chiefs <laughs> play the Chiefs played New England and the chiefs were struggling offensively.
3: Right, but oh come on, Island. They play it. That's Bill right. Belichick right there. But, right. but
0: still, but still, but still, like you just take that game plan and you have make sure that you have the players to execute it. Like is- it's not, it's not impossible. Here's here's the thing. If you're able to score with Kansas City the same way that the Las Vegas Raiders did, you have a chance. We can score.
2: Yeah. We can score with them. You could score, but guess what? You don't score enough. That's the problem. No, I, mean, enough. <laughs> I mean, it's it,
3: it's possible. I definitely think it's possible. But when I I'm just going by this good old eye test, um, mm-hmm. who I think is, you know, the better team. Um, I think Kansas City is the better team. I agree. But Pittsburgh doesn't make mistakes, they can score, they play good defense. So they it is definitely possible in my eyes that they can they can pull it off. Especially when you talk about when weather changing and the style that Pittsburgh plays, you know what yeah. I'm saying. But I, I mean, I really question their running because I don't know, I don't, I don't trust uh, Connor at all. I yeah. don't think he's, look, I don't think look,
0: he's look, I'm You're not alone on that last statement. So I just need him to show up in the big games. If he shows up in the big games, he can win me over. I'm so right. what, my question it's is, my question is,
2: problem? How many ifs you have for Kansas City versus ifs for Steelers? I think there's more ifs. So well, number Steelers. number
1: 1, number 1 the question is where's the game going to be played? Is it going to be played in Pittsburgh or played in Kansas City? Right now, if if both teams win out, it's going to be played in Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh is a tough high school is a tough environment to play in. Now it's going to be empty. Yeah. But it's going to be cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kansas City is cold too. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but Pittsburgh cold and Kansas City cold can be different kinds of cold. Because, because, Kansas City is Midwest. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is off the, off of the lake. <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about lake, yeah. lake cold is, well, is much yeah. worse. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think with this conversation, we have to admit that I think we'll, we'll find a come playoff time. So let's, let's, let's move forward. Uh, Bears wide receiver Javon Wims. Uh, it was suspended over snatching the mouth guard and punching uh, the cornerback, um, Gardner, Gardner cook, Gardner Johnson. Yeah. Gardner Johnson. Cesar Gardner Johnson. Um, are you reacting the same way? If, 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 if someone comes to take your mouthpiece out your mouth during the game, are you reckoning the same way? Oh, I'm from New York. So it would go down. <laughs> All right. It will go down.
2: We don't play. It's about to go down. So, javon and also um javon right his name is javon also stated that cj spit on him and that's what really um um ticked him off i would have ripped his helmet off stomped on him and walked out the stadium and take my two three game suspension and guess what and you know and i'll go home and pray but
1: (laughs) if you took his helmet (laughs) off and stomped on him that's probably a lifetime ban
2: oh yeah i can't (laughs) take the helmet off right (laughs) All right, I keep the helmet on, and Bobby's stomping on him. That's it. Let him know, yo, you don't spit on me. You don't touch me. You just keep it clean. So that was grimy, snatching his guard. And if he did, he claimed, and CJ denied that he spit on him. Come on, man. That's We have enough to deal with already. You can't fluid and touching people during COVID. Come on. Yeah. I, this guy's tripping, yo. Um,
3: this guy's tripping. Like, first of all, dude, you don't have any production um so doing <laughs> with, it's like dude you're lucky you didn't even be playing right now yeah what you're doing right now you, you you're not being professional if this was high school little league or something like that and maybe i might be a little bit different i might react different but now you're professional bro um you're hurting your team and you're not a player that they need you that much you're expendable bro so you're really hurting your career in all aspects what you're hurting your pockets and you're hurting your family so it's just a stupid decision. There's ways to handle that in between the lines and between the whistles. You know what I'm saying? So you don't do it after the play where you're the center of attention, where where it's inevitable where you're gonna get kicked out or you're gonna hurt your team. There's ways to do it in between a play that you can probably get your get your punch in or whatever you want to get into, where it's not gonna be is um, it's not gonna be such so so, so much spot a uh, spot highlighted as it was before. So I just think it was an overall silly move by him. Um, rookie mistake, something that probably can cost his career. So it just was silly. Sometimes you got to understand you're professional. You got to handle it a little bit differently. And he just, you know, he just looked like a rookie right there.
1: Yeah, and, and, and to be honest, right, if you're going to do it, do it in a way where it makes sense. Don't be yeah. obvious and come out of nowhere. So you know what? like that, You know that was? That was premeditated. Like, play yeah. what's going on. He comes out of nowhere, grabs his mouthpiece, and then punches him.
3: In the worst way, it's just so silly, yo. It's like, what are you yo, doing? Do you,
1: do you realize he waited like
0: 10 minutes to <laughs> do that? And look, and look, I'm for it. I'm for it. Because on top of that, dude snatch your your mouth guard. Your mouth guard been sitting on the field for about 10 minutes. So now you're without a mouth guard. And so it's like, i right, I right, just next play next play honestly i wish they would have been lined up with each other initially like he would have went to his teammate hey bro let's 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 switch positions you play you play z i play i play x <laughs> bro it would have, it would have been so much better so much better for that to happen and and if i recall isn't this the same guy that got into it with uh michael thomas yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, exactly and then there was another photo like I think when they played last year, um, what happened? He did something to my fellow alum, Tariq Cohen. So I think I think he bounced off of uh, – Tariq bounced off of him and went out of bounds. And as Tariq's going back to the huddle, he's, he's, he got his hand above him like he's short. Like, he's just that type of guy. He's basically a Patrick Beverly type of dude. Like, I expect no less from Gardner-Johnson. But, like, if you're just new to the game, I wouldn't be surprised. But I probably would react the same way, but within the lines, like Kelvin said.
3: Yeah. I mean, everything you said, bro, is the reason it makes me, I don't even know all those things, to be honest. But that makes it even worse for Wims to do that. Because if you know it's somebody that aggravates and provokes, then you got to really use your head. Like, this guy, this mistake can cost him his livelihood. You know what I'm saying? You're not a big name, bro. You, you While well, I look at your stats, you had one catch, like, in the last three games or something like that, bro. You're expendable. So things like that, this kid we talking about, Gardner Johnson, he plays. He's a regular. You know what I'm saying? He's known for this. This is why he gets paid to do stuff like this, and you fell right into his trap. So sometimes you just gotta use your head, man, and realize that it's bigger than you, and obviously that guy couldn't do it, especially if it was premeditated like that. Like, that's your premeditation like to do it like 10 minutes later day, like 10 minutes later while the players stopped to go over
2: there and say yo it's time like, like, <laughs> yeah like, i think you the, i think the vets i really think the vets was like yo man you let dude do that to you man you let dude do that to you it, it probably egged them on <laughs> and then then you know yeah so yeah more information but i still would have did the same thing <laughs> but i would did it at least five minutes earlier Oh, I'm doing it during the play, bro. It got to happen
1: during the play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> during the During the play. And then what's even more awkward about it, you're hitting a guy in the helmet. Like, what purpose is hitting him in the helmet serve? Like, were you like, yeah, we're losing it anyway. I don't care. I mean, the guy just, and then, and then, you know what makes it worse? When you punch someone, the guy's like, what are you doing? The guy, the guy literally raises his arms like, what are you doing?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so many levels. <laughs> this is silly, though. It's so many levels, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. Um, if this was the fumble the bag segment, Javon Williams definitely fumbled the bag. This fumbled night. the bag. But apparently Phil Janice would join him in fumbling the bag because he's from Newell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think Phil's smarter than that, man.
1: I do. I do. I think Phil would pray. <laughs> pray. Um, so, uh, in other news, kind of back to the Chiefs, um, it's interesting. So, you know, earlier this season – you had the Kansas City Chiefs uh, doing a a de- joint demonstration for the opening game, and the Chiefs fans were booing them, right? And you know it, it elevated Mahomes because you know Mahomes, being the half half a billion dollar man, uh, looked all the part, and he elevated, and he was um, seen as an advocate for social justice, almost like I, and now. I'll be careful; I, I don't want to say it like this, but almost like how um LeBron James looks as a athlete that's pro has a pro-black agenda but what's interesting is Patrick Mahomes mother went on a rant this week on Twitter and she is spewing so much of what you know these Trump supporters spew which is the, the the you know pray for the election it's been rigged uh and, and some even suggest she promoted civil war. Now I think that promoting the civil war may be a little bit of an extra, you know, reading into it. But I mean, it makes you wonder like, so if Mahone just so pro um so pro voting and so pro um well, he's pro something. I don't know what he's pro, if he's pro-black or whatever that may be, but how do you think he went down on the on the ballot? On the ballot. Do you think he he voted for Biden? Do you think he voted for Kanye? Do you think he voted for for Trump? What do y'all think?
3: Man, definitely not not. Sh- I I think if anything Pat is like, "Mom, stop." Um he probably is he probably is in between wherever his mom and dad is. So I think, you know, him growing up as a biracial kid um, it's always tough for those because they they get both sides of it uh, so his mom might have one view his dad might have another view um and then there he goes in between so I, it's not it's not really clear to me um which way he goes or which way he advocates for but it's clear to me that his mom has too much it's like the it's like ann Iverson you know um it's like LeBron James gloria uh it's like some moms just don't know how to get out the way and they don't realize some of the things that they do can really affect their kids and their careers, and put a uh put a black eye on uh you know sometimes the kid's career or whatever. So right now I just think Pat Mahomes whatever his choice is, <laughs> his thought is yo somebody got to muzzle my mom. <laughs> Your mom's talking too much.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I, I I'm it. I've checked his Instagram and I haven't seen him. Really publicize anything which side which way he go, other than he had the vote t shirt and he was a part of that promotion about you know making the NFL aware of Black Lives Matter movement. So I think, um, that yeah, the most important thing in this situation is his mother knowing that her half a billion dollar son, anything that said through her side, his family will be echoed twice as loud. So it's it's kind of hard because I know me as a parent. I won't voice my opinion to the coaches about my kids and things, but I have to step back and let them, you know, long as no injustice, criminalize, and my kid have to go through some pains and, and and turmoil, but I don't need to add on to that. So I think the best thing for her is to step back, you know, and be careful what she says because it automatically it may reflect her child, which she, I think she don't want that to happen or occur. Yeah, I
0: feel like I agree with everything that everyone has said um oftentimes of course as Kelvin stated when it comes to those parents and even in the nfl whatever whatever the parents say they're immediately going to associate that with you and that can either work for your benefit or that can work against you and just looking in this particular case like especially when you think about week one with the chiefs and the texans with unity who do we see at the forefront? You have Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and everybody else. So you're talking about players that are the face of the of the league or even for the future of the league just wanting unity. And then here comes your mother weeks later basically just spewing everything to where people are like, look, this isn't necessary. <laughs> Not one bit. Like, of course, there's this divide in between the country, but now that you're over here running your mouth, everyone's going to be looking at you sideways and now that they're looking at you, they're going to look at your son. He don't need that. He just want to play football. He want to make sure that everyone has a voice and that's the best way to leave it.
3: And, and I think it's fair. I think it'd be fair for us to point out too that um just because uh, parents feel a certain way don't make the players feel the same way and uh like everybody was saying um the narrative gets pushed because she feels that way that he feels that way but the examples I mentioned are clear examples that you know whether it be LeBron or Allen Iverson they denounced a lot of things or like the or or more 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 uh to our time in the LeVar LeVar ball you know parents don't always have the same ideals as their kids do. So let's not like put Patrick Mahomes in this corner and paint him like his mom, because we don't know if it's true or not.
1: He voted for Trump. Okay, just get, just get off your chest. He voted for Trump. <laughs> half a billion dollars. If I have half a billion dollars, you think I'm gonna pay all that dumb taxes Joe Biden about to put on his behind? He was like <laughs> Trump, 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 Trump
0: hey look he's a he's a, a
1: baseball minority owner too now <laughs> <laughs> come on man he needs that he needs that the, the Reaganomics <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like I like to believe different man I like to believe different but you got a good point
1: But <laughs> I think the reality is he's probably a Republican but at the same time if he is a Republican Trump has been so reprehensible that you just had to get him out. I mean, he called players in in your league SOBs. Right. He he has a history. I mean, uh, someone was making a joke about how uh, he got in trouble uh, when he he made his money off of evicting people of color out of his uh, condominiums and blocked them from living in there uh, in New York City. And now people of color pushed him out. And so he has a history just of, of just racism and, and and just complete disregard and disrespect.
3: Yeah, the pr- uh, I mean, the president was trying to, is being anti-NFL. Yeah. So he's really, so like, if I'm in the NFL, I'm always going to be against that dude because he's really trying to mess with my pockets because he's telling people not to watch. Yeah. So if anything, I wouldn't vote for somebody that's, that's trying to mess with my pockets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely but I, agree but um, this has been an interesting NFL episode talking about the various things happenings going on now in, in America's league <laughs> uh, but uh, this concludes our episode we want to thank you for joining us and join us in singing dump Trump dump Trump dump Trump dump Trump <laughs> we'll see you later on this week
2: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>